Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Uh, leave a uh, rating, review, or comment if you're listening to us on one of those podcast apps. Yes. If you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe to the channel and hit that notify bell. Yes. Make sure you always get new going in raw content. Uh, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a great way to support going in raw. I think yes. we have a couple of new patrons, Larson, Ooh. so I might as well go ahead and Give them their shout out at $1. You'd be surprised at how far $1 goes. And at $1, you get the show ad free. Completely. And you can import your RSS feed into whatever podcast app you listen to, with the exception of Spotify. I know like 8% of our audience on Spotify. Unfortunately, they don't allow you to import uh, uh, RSS feeds. Sadly, no. But CastBox, uh, Apple Podcasts, you can import your RSS feed and get us ad free at $1 a month. Uh, so that's really great. We got a couple of new patrons here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ah, here we go. Leo Hunt, Neil Blackmore, Heinlander, Falcon McRamsey, Lindsay Desotel, uh, Ruben is Rapture, uh, Nikolai Martinusen, Kane Bronson, Matthew, and Kenlin Washington. Thank you, everybody. Big, big thanks for... Uh, for your support. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so, very much. NXT TakeOver Phoenix is in the books, Larson. Yeah, it was pretty good what show. a spectacular show. Once yeah, again, pretty good show. Once again, TakeOver. They deliver. Always delivers. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, big, uh, lots of uh, heels winning matches yeah. today. See, you know, my, you won predictions. Get that out of the way. You won. Good. Congratulations. I am best I won. Here's the thing. I'm not eating any Cheez-Its or, or jelly beans until you deliver on the song you owe me. Oh, wow. Okay. So once you deliver on the the, the things that you promised you are going to do back in what? Ooh. December? Ooh. Then I'll shove some Cheez-Its in this feed hole. Until then, wow. no Cheez-Its wow, wow. shall enter right. my mouth. Fair enough. 
I, I just I was expecting a swerve or something. This is the one year anniversary of Champa making his return, yeah. attacking uh, Johnny Gargano, and I understand the symmetry of the storytelling. You know, now they're kind of back together uh, in some capacity, but I thought it was just a setup for some sort of swerve. Mm, you thought. The thing that that is surprising about this and that I've come to just completely realize is that every takeover is another step and they're not going to fast track this thing. They're not already going to get to Johnny Gargano costing Ciampa uh, his title to get it back to Aleister Black. They're going to go full on for the next couple takeovers. Oh, at least this DIY reunion this mutually beneficial uh, and and the the question the thing that I love about it the thing that I love about it is that I don't know how far is too far for Johnny Gargano I actually kind of think that Gargano is going to be the one who takes Champa further than he wants to go maybe when it comes to being bad guy um, it's a story that is fascinating that is that is uh, uh, enthralling. And, uh, and they're taking their sweet time with it. Yeah. We talked about this very, very briefly before the camera started rolling here for the recap um, because we got word in a screenshot or a picture, rather, from the event itself. What took place after the cameras went off? Uh, DIY stood at the top of the ramp. Yes. Hold, holding their titles high. And then Velveteen Dream and uh, Ricochet. Well, I have a picture no, here uh, from Jacinto Gonzalez, who was in attendance. Uh, who tweeted this picture at us, to us, sorry, uh, after the cameras went off uh, in the ring um, were Velveteen Dream, Ricochet, and Aleister Black. Um, and then someone else, you, or you read that Adam Cole was out there too, yes? Yeah, I read that Adam Cole was up on the stage. Okay. So, I mean, whether that means those three guys in the, in the ring are going to be heading on to the main roster. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's funny because... Here, here's the thing. NXT, obviously, uh, at this point, they are they're 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 still considered, you know, the brand that you go to, and then you get called up from there. Mm-hmm. Triple H has has talked about um, this idea that NXT could be its own, you know, legit third brand where people go and they have a career and they could be there for for life. Um, you, you have a guy, let's take Cassius Ono, for example, mm-hmm. who I think both of us would love to see him go to main roster uh, just so that he gets that. You know, you, you think a main yeah, roster yeah, is yeah. sort of your graduation present. You know, yeah. it's like you go on to the next level. Um, obviously, he does. And we've heard this a couple times from a couple different people. He does work in the performance center with uh, new arrivals. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably a very, very, uh, I, don't know, I don't know about needed. He, I mean, if you want really, really good. I hate saying needed because I think there's a lot of people there and, 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 and I, I think that that dude deserves, in my opinion, to go to main roster so everybody can see him and he can have yeah, yeah, yeah. what makes sense. But I think he's probably a very vital tool there at the performance center yeah, yeah. As, as sort of a coach. Oh, I think he'd be a great teacher, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm he's sure got he's a wealth of experience probably wrestling all over the world. Probably the best teacher they have, absolutely. And based on the interview you have, I mean, he just seems like a really good guy. Yeah, he seems just to love pro wrestling. So who knows if he's the type of guy who's like bugging people to go to main roster? I don't know. I don't know. But um, but th- with him, there is that feeling like, man, I'd really love to see him go to main roster. With Ciampa and Gargano, that story in particular, you understand. 
I am I am in no rush to see Ciampa or Gargano go to main roster. Zero. Because their story is so compelling. Mm-hmm. And if they can find a way to do that completely throughout their roster with people that they think can stick around or should stick around. Take Undisputed Air, for example. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Senioritis. Yeah. They seem... I know Adam Cole says over and over again, we're going to be draped in gold. It seems like they're uh, they're entering their lame duck period in NXT. Everybody has a lame duck period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they can figure out a way so that nobody actually feels like a lame duck yeah. and they do call-ups or they do trades with main roster as opposed to call-ups, I still think there's money to be made or there's intrigue to be had if you do straight-up trades. If Aleister Black goes to NXT and, for example, Finn Balor, well, Finn Balor would be a bad example. He did plenty of time in NXT. Yeah, I don't know if it would, even if they raise the profile of NXT so much that you could think these trades, even with borderline main eventers or main eventers, would make sense. Still, I don't know if they'd want to send people who used to be in NXT back to NXT, at least people in the near People future. who have like a long history of NXT, like Samoa Joe, Bob Roode, Finn Balor. I, my, the, the, the one example I provide is Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody, I mean, yes, he was in NXT. Um, and at the time, he had an impactful, you know, reign there. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't that long before, after he became champion, that he dropped the title and be in with, with a shield. Yeah. Um, to see him now go to NXT because NXT is so different from when he was mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be fantastic to see him there for like one run on TakeOver, you know? Or it makes sense for someone who was in NXT for a while but never really captured like the top prize. Mm-hmm. Go back after doing a lot of major roster and it's like, yeah, I've done this, 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 and this. Maybe they've even been Universal WWE Champion. But it's like I, one thing I just never did. Was be the top guy in NXT. All the top man, all the all the matches here. I want to prove that I can have one of the best matches mm-hmm. of the year. Or have someone like John Cena who has done everything. Oh my God, that'd be great. Say, uh, there's one thing I really want to do before I move on to Hollywood full time. If you want, if you want to establish NXT as as the proper third brand, have John Cena go there, and that sets the precedent Even just for a match. For sure, absolutely. Um, and so, but you see with, with the story that's being told, Ciampa and Gargano, you see how it can be feasible that NXT could be this amazing proper third brand that delivers that kind of storytelling, not just to the matches, but, you know, uh, to the characters involved and the stories that they can tell on a long-term basis. Here's another thing to think about. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Another thing to think about uh, in terms of, of NXT versus main. Now, we both love Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, and in terms of NXT, they're, they're, they're draws. Yeah. In NXT. Yeah. And booked right, I think both could be draws on the main roster. However, when you have such a, 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 a congested main roster as is, it's going to be hard for them to find their road to opportunity where they're actually in interesting storylines making money. You can always put them in the ring and they'll put good matches, put on good matches. Um, so at least for, it could possibly be for their benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Creatively, to stay in NXT, yeah, for a while. Yeah, no, I think I think I think that's definitely the case. Um, but I mean, that just goes back to like, why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because when I predicted the the bad guys were going to go over here in the case of Gargano and Ciampa, especially, it was just because it's it just it makes sense that this story they're telling, it this phase right now is DIY is on top. And let's see what that looks like when the bad guys are winning. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of Shayna Baszler going over, that, that's that's to me that was kind of a toss up. 
But, and I even said during the stream, I said, you know, wouldn't it be kind of interesting if she actually did lose here and then she won it back so that she could be the, the first three time the champion, first yeah. three time champion ever in NXT. I could see them wanting to give her that accolade. Now I, she doesn't feel like she's, she's got senioritis necessarily, No, but they, they have not developed a challenger for her that really makes any sense. Even in the case of Bianca Belair, she, I mean, they did a pretty decent job with her win streak, but uh, you know, she, they, 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 they need to be doing a better job with uh, a couple other competitors. I feel like as they well. did more to develop Bianca as a, as a legitimate title contender in this match tonight than they had the entire time she won the un yes, undefeated streak. That, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. Mean, Cause her undefeated streak while impressive was what? 20 matches. Yeah. And it was 20 matches against, I mean, were there any, were there really any like other top contenders? What match does she win? It was to a get fatal four way. With who? Her. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, Kyrie Sane, and Lacey Evans. Yeah. I mean, two of them we knew were out the door anyways. And then uh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane's great. I don't know why they haven't, they, they sort of bungled her as well. Um. So I don't know, uh, but no, it was it was a really really fun takeover. Mm -hmm. um, lots of great matches, and I'm very fascinated to see where this uh, number one. If we're gonna get, I mean, are, are we gonna get a lame duck session from the guys? Or I'd be surprised if Ricochet was gone this soon. I mean, I would be, and I wouldn't be. You know what I mean? I know he's. I mean, that dude's been ready for main roster. He didn't have to go to NXT for for a while. Yeah, he didn't. He could have debuted on main roster. I mean, um, honestly, a lot of guys that are that are well traveled who've been in the indies for a while. I understand getting a little seasoning in NXT, just a little bit, even not even on camera, just to get used to the WWE way of working, get used to production cues, wrestling a certain way for the camera. And I don't know how much of that can just be worked at, at the Performance Center before debuting on main. I don't know how long that takes. But some of these guys have been working the indies for years and years and years. Or, I mean, they're so good. They're so talented. They can wrestle even on the largest stage yeah. at any time. Even a guy like, like Matt Riddle, who's actually only been wrestling for, what, four years now? Yeah. Oh, he's totally ready for me. He my can, my lone be, concern yeah. about him was his promos. I never heard him deliver one. Yeah, and he's op he opens his mouth and it's just pure charm and charisma. I freaking love that guy. It's fantastic. I think he's great. The yeah. butt. Yeah, he's great. But anyways, let's go down the. Let's uh, take a look at the actual show. Uh, show up and up with the tag title match. Uh, War Raiders, who had the most win entrance I'd seen in a very long time. Yeah, they really telegraphed that one. Taking on the undisputed era, <laughs> who had the least win, the most senioritis win entrance. I'm sorry, uh, entrance. <clears throat> no, I mean Kyle O'Reilly was was not as uh, passionate in his air guitar playing. Well, the big tell was the t-shirts. Yeah, they had the the hologram stickers still they on still their t-shirts. They still had the stickers on the t-shirts. Yeah, like they just grabbed them off the merch table and put them on before heading out to the ring. That was great. That was pretty funny. Um, before the or right as the bell is about to, to to ring to start the match, undisputed era. Attack War Raiders. Uh, they knock Hanson out of the ring. Um, a bunch of brawling. Uh, eventually, Ray Rowe picks up Hanson and slams him, body slams him on top of the Undisputed Era. He's standing on the apron. Mm -hmm. um, Undisputed Era on the floor. Um, I mean, the, so many of these matches tonight, like stuff was happening, especially in the beginning parts of the matches when, when there wasn't a whole lot of selling going on mm. it was hard to for me to actually pay attention to what was going on while taking notes yeah so yeah, my yeah. apologies for any sort of sparse note taking for the beginning part of the matches i try to take notes for finishes because there's generally more selling involved um uh, hansen goes for a suicide dive guess what he hit nothing 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 floor that's what he hit yes um ray Rowe hits the like exploder type suplex 
on Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, sorry, on Kyle O'Reilly into Roderick Strong, knocking him off the apron. Um, uh, at one point, uh, Kyle O'Reilly was looking to to kick uh, Hanson. Hanson moves. Instead, Ooh. it's like a halluva kick to Roderick Strong in the corner. <laughs> yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's like, oh, no. That was rough. I don't want that to happen. He eats a pop-up power slam. Um, Hanson hits the top rope splash. Roderick Strong comes in, breaks up the pin. Uh, Roderick Strong hits a superplex on Hanson, and then uh, O'Reilly follows it up with a top rope knee drop, kicks out. Hanson does. Hanson also kicks out of the Undisputed Era's finisher, the yeah. high-low combo, which yeah. uh, no one's kicked out of yet. Yeah. Um, That's the telltale sign of, that, of someone going over. <laughs> somebody, somebody getting called up. Pretty much. Uh, Hanson uh, avoids another finisher attempt with a cartwheel. Um, Ray Rowe hits a powerbomb, power slam combo on Roger Strong where he has one person up on his shoulders, one person like this, and drops both of them. It's That's impressive. Yeah. Ray Rowe. Man, he's ridiculously strong. Very strong boy. Ridiculously strong. Big strong boy. In the end, though, uh, Ray Rowe pins, I believe, Kyle O'Reilly after Fallout. War Raiders are your new tag team champions. Heck of a match. This thing never let up. Yeah. It was like just 15 minutes of just go, 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 go. Yeah. It's great. Fantastic I'm, match. I, it's, it's, I'm kind of surprised. I'm also not really surprised that this opened because it's it, it was an exhausting match to watch. I know. Um, I'm trying to think of one that wasn't exhausting to watch on this. Uh, even the Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler match, all those chokeholds mm-hmm. got me exhausted. But uh, No, that's the thing about NXT matches. Uh, they've gotten to such a rhythm at these takeovers where they ha- they are afforded the opportunity to work out the matches in advance. Mm-hmm. You know, over and over and over and over so they get their, their beats right, they get the moves down, that there's no let up. Yeah. Not to say there's no selling because there's tons of selling. Mm-hmm. But there's just no let up. The pace of these matches, by and large, is just fast, 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 fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes them wildly entertaining because there's no rest holds. Yeah, the only one that like sort of got grounded for a bit was that uh, Gargano Ricochet match because that was sort of part of the storytelling. And that, oh, was, that was that was more towards the first half of it. That anyways. was more towards the first half, exactly. Yeah. The second half had nothing. But like they've that, been yeah. they've been doing a really great job. They did this at Blackpool also for Takeover there. Of these killer tag team matches mm-hmm. that open shows, mm-hmm. and it's just it's, mm-hmm. it's so much. Oh, fun. I think a great tag match, especially, can really get a crowd into the show. Oh yeah, and for this sure. definitely did it. And yeah, that's absolutely. one thing Takeover always does is open the show with a great match that gets the crowd into it. Yeah, and we got not just a great match, but we got a title change. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Did you mention the finish? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah War Raiders. War Raiders pick up the titles. Um, not surprising, but so I'm assuming we're gonna get a lame duck. We're gonna get the uh, the uh, the rematch. At uh, uh, TakeOver. Man, what other... <laughs> Dude, What <laughs> we're going to have a problem here. If Undisputed Era goes up to Maine, mm-hmm. um, this is what I said during the stream. Whoever takes those titles off of War Raiders, they're not on the roster yet, or it's a tag team that has not been formed yet. Mm-hmm. There's... N- I mean, Street Profits are not... I-, I see Street Profits getting called up before they before they get those titles. Here's a team. Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. If they go in that direction. Yeah, I don't know if they will. I could see Keith, Keith the way they've been booking Keith Lee, I could see him in a tag team far sooner than No, I know. Matt I mean, they have, they have That'd be interesting, huge plans though. for Matt Riddle. But I'm saying something like the Dusty Classic. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, they form a tag team for the Dusty Classic. Mm-hmm. They win. They take on War Raiders. They win the belt. It would like give, it, I'll, I'll say this, it would give them both something to do. And here's the thing, too. Remember uh, another former uh, Dusty Classic uh, team that won 
only to eventually feud over the NXT title. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. So you could use their team, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee, as the setup for them to eventually feud. How about this? DIY. Yeah, that's an option too. Because they're bad guys. Yeah, and they, 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 then they would guys. have all the belts. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's probably where it's headed. Well, that would be kind of an if what if, what if Undisputed Era didn't get called up? What if DIY does take all the belts and, and they our, have they and have. our savior in NXT <laughs> from Evil DIY is Undisputed Era? Yeah, that'd be something because they said we're going to have all the belts, and if all the belts are around two guys, it's a little easier to pick them off. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but I mean, if they if they go straight up, like if you look at that tag division, if you look at that tag division, hey, what about this team? Instead of Matt Riddle, since he seems more like a solo guy, what about um, uh, uh, Top Notch and Keith Lee? Oh, there you go. <laughs> but Keith Lee is... I mean, he, We're not, just throwing together tag teams. That's kind of my point, though. Like, oh, yeah, they're the, the depth beyond the upper tier in the NXT who, tag division. Who is there? Besides, take Undisputed Era out. You got uh, Forgotten Sons. Mm. <laughs> you got Street Profits. Who I like. I look, I like Street Profits and their matches have been better lately, but I just don't know that they're, you know, they're, they're, they haven't, kayfabe, they're not good enough to take on War Raiders. Um, who else is there? Uh, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Hey, I love them. They're great. I love them. And their heels, at least. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Metro it's, Brothers. It's God. That's why I love you, man, because you just brought up the Metro Brothers. Love them. Uh, have, it's not 2020 yet. They already had their one appearance in have, 2019. Uh, uh, Umberto Carrillo come back to NXT. He and Raul, Raul Mendoza. <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting because they're a great tag team. Who on the independent circuit right now, or even look at New Japan? You got Gorillas of Destiny. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> They're really hoping to sign the Young Bucks and have them come to NXT. <laughs> right? I don't know. Who else is out there? Who's tag uh, teaming right now? In, in... Well, they're an impact. Say the Rascals. They're an impact, though. OVE again. Impact. Lucha Brothers. They're tiny, too. Lucha Brothers, but they're busy with MLW and maybe mm, All Elite. All Elite, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe they're... No. Chosen Bros. I don't know. <laughs> Chosen Bros. Jeff Cobb seems busy for a while. Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle. Where are they? Where are those guys? Bring them in. <laughs> Speaking of Matt Riddle. Speaking of Matt Riddle, there uh, he is. We had a Cassius Ono Matt Riddle video package. Good stuff. Um, went through why uh, Cassius Ono has beef with mm -hmm. Matt Riddle. They should bring in Mike Elgin. <laughs> oh, gosh. And the feud with War Raiders. Oh, man, if they brought in Elgin and Brian Cage. Uh, yeah, there you go. They were a tag team in PWG. Oh, okay. Right on. Actually, we saw him take on Chosen Bros the first show he went to. Did we actually yeah. see that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's the first time I we ever saw Matt Riddle. I can't Live. remember anything. Um, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. This is a fun match. Hard hitting, too. Yeah, this was a very physical match. Very physical. Uh, pretty early on, uh, Matt Riddle had an opportunity to hit a sunset flip powerbomb out of the ring. He tried for it. Cassius Ono. Uh, blocked it and instead put the apron over Matt Riddle's face. Stomped his face. There was a couple of good it. face stomps in this. Yeah, and it busted open Matt Riddle's mouth. Yeah, and there was a toe bite. Well, first, Cassius Ono was stomped on Matt Riddle's foot because Matt Riddle doesn't wear shoes. To yeah, the he was grinding it, yeah. And then after that, yeah, he takes his toe and starts doing like the Pete Dunn thing with twisting up and then puts it in his mouth and mm -hmm. bites it and then hits a sit-down powerbomb. 
Um, then he hits a moonsault. Matt Riddle kicks out. Uh, Cassius Ono hits a senton, goes for another one. Riddle reverses it into a rear naked choke. Ono escapes. Uh, Matt Riddle's is working over Cassius Ono. So uh, Matt Riddle offers a fist bump. Sorry, Cassius Ono offers a fist bump. Uh, Matt Riddle says, bro. He really mm-hmm. didn't. They gave him that look. I'm like, bro, really? Yeah. Grabs his arm, hits a vicious knee, picks him up, and hits a sleeper suplex that, w- when watching live, looked like he dropped Ono straight on his head. Oh, yeah. But they did a replay, and he said it was on his shoulder. Like shoulder. Yeah, he landed so totally good. on his shoulder. Boy, that looked nasty. Um, and then he starts dropping elbows on Cassius Ono. Forearms. Uh, ono taps. Uh, didn't even take a bro mission to pick up the win, but it was stiff, brutal. Even after, I mean, like, Ono got beat up so bad. That even after they called for the bill, after Matt Riddle got off him, he was still tapping. Yeah, and somebody in the live stream said, is Ono crying? And they didn't cut back to him. So I was like, oh, man, I wanted to see mm-hmm. like how much he was selling it on his face. Um, so, yeah, pretty definitively, uh, Matt Riddle uh, beats up Cassius Ono. Wouldn't surprise me if after this, maybe they had Cassius Ono take on Keith Lee again, and Keith Lee might get that win back. And then maybe Cassius Ono will teleport to the main roster. I hope so. I really do hope so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully but, he's in the Rumble tomorrow. I know. I really hope so. But who knows? He might just stick around and be the gatekeeper guy. Maybe. Which, hey, you'll be on TakeOver a couple times a year. and mm-hmm. put, um, put on some really good matches. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot uh, uh, next, next they uh, showed a Velveteen Dream arriving at the arena with a little entourage, mm-hmm. a couple of lovely ladies on his uh, on his arms, and a couple of looking like Hollywood party boys. And opening he made up such the, a point of showing him, for him arrive at the arena, and then later on before the main event, showing him in the crowd. I thought, well, he's got to do something. He's got to do something. And he didn't do anything during the actual show. Yeah. Well, so, you know, on the the go home show, I believe for takeover he made his intentions clear he wants that north american title so i thought maybe he'd get involved in that match which is happening next yeah, yeah. i know usually at takeovers they don't do wonky but finishes do like that, that stuff but i was like well, well what purpose is there for velveteen dream to be there in such a prominent fashion i think you just answered your own question you know 
he's just because the fact that he is such a fixture on the show, his presence was his role. You know, like there's no need. I'm not. They they don't with with Shayna they do that stuff. Which still, I mean, I get that they're. I think tonight having the the horsewoman come in, I thought was just kind of silly. Like you can't make the the Jessamine Duke and. Marina Shafir that hapless. Oh, totally hapless. I mean, they're cartoonishly hapless. Maybe they've given up on the, at least for the near future. And if the reports of Ronda maybe taking a break post-mania are true, they've pretty much just given up on the idea of, of booking anything towards the, a horsewoman versus horsewoman match. And they said, all right, well, let's really take our time with Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Right now, they're kind of hapless henchwomen. And at a certain point, we'll do a story where they kind of turn that around. I, I really think that they're going to, I think that, Man, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're, you're probably right. Um, I think they're. I think they're literally just going to see. Well, let's let's see if because so what what we've heard on the house show circuit in NXT is that Jessamine Duke actually has quite a bit of potential, and Marina Shafir is lagging behind a little bit. Oh, she just has maybe more work to do. Yeah, which you know, I mean, for some people, it might never happen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so they're probably just saying, oh, let's see if this is going to happen. But you know. So I don't know. I just I just didn't figure that there'd be any. I mean, it, the wonky stuff just takes the air out. You can do that on TV, but at Takeover, the matches are so precious these yeah. days. You no, know? I know it's, it's, it's a rare uh, occurrence where there's wonky, like a real wonky finish at a Takeover match. But I kind of appreciated just the sight of him. You know, they did a thing. They cut to him in the crowd, mm-hmm. and he's he's like he's a big deal. Like so he just him, signed the NXT. Yeah, this is having him in the crowd. It's such a special group in NXT right now. Yeah, you know, as is. we saw in in the shot from after the camera stopped rolling, it's yeah. such a special group that they couldn't just leave him at home. It's just there's no match for him tonight. Well, where's Where's Adam Cole? He didn't get any sort of shine on this as, as takeover. Odd that he didn't, because when Undisputed Era came out, Bobby Fish came out with him, yeah, and then no he Adam went Cole, back. But no Adam Cole. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I did appreciate that, though, when uh, Bobby Fish came out. Roderick Strong kept on, you know, he gave finger uh, fist bumps to everybody. Roderick Strong moves on, and Kyle O'Reilly had a little lingering moment with his re-dragon buddy, mm-hmm. his red dragon friendo. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, after Velveteen Dream showed up, we had a Gargano Ricochet video package, which of course meant we had Gargano versus Ricochet up next for the North American yeah. title. Uh, the first half of this match was basically it was too fast to write anything down. There's a lot of start out uh, some mat wrestling, a lot of back and forth, one upsmanship, mm-hmm. um, uh, all setting up for the latter half of the match, which kind of kicked off where uh, uh, Johnny Gargano gets sent outside of the ring and takes a really stiff bump on the corner of the apron. That looked like it hurt. Yeah, it did. Because he hit his momentum, uh, had 100% going out full speed, and did a tumble. like right about here where your short ribs are at, right against uh, or your kidneys, right against the corner of the ring, and they splat mm-hmm. right on the mat outside. Um, that looked like it hurt. Uh, shortly thereafter, Ricochet hits a moonsault, a uh, standing moonsault, followed by a second rope moonsault, I believe. Johnny kicks out. Uh, Gargano goes for a Frankensteiner. Ricochet... You know, obviously echoing or mirroring the uh, Kota Ibushi Will Ospreay spot in the mm-hmm. lead up to Wrestle Kingdom. Ricochet lands on his feet. Gargano has the, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. This is bad look on his face. Yeah. How did he just do that? I wish they gave it a proper homage. It, it would have been nice because obviously that spot itself was homage to what you just said. Mm-hmm. But if they had the cameras in the same place. I know, and actually filmed it in a similar fashion. It would have been just a fun little bit for wrestling I know. nerds. I know. You know? I know. Um, 
Ricochet does a flip of some fashion. Johnny catches him, locks him, and Gargano escape. Uh, Ricochet uh, ends up tossing and picking him up, tossing him into a turnbuckle. Uh, Ricochet goes to the top rope. We're thinking 6.30 to finish him off. Johnny slow rolls to the opposite side of the ring. Um, uh, Ricochet, uh, uh, I think at that point, it was, he was telling the ref at first, all right, just count him out. Mm-hmm. And he goes, nah, never mind. And he runs, jumps over the turnbuckle, flips in midair. <laughs> yeah. He hits like a senton. <laughs> that was crazy. That was insane. Um, get back in the ring. He hits the springboard 450. Johnny kicks out. Um, and then uh, Ricochet goes for a shooting star press. Misses. Johnny rolls him up. Uh, Ricochet kicks out. Uh, and then he super kicks Ricochet out of the ring. Uh, he goes for a suicide dive. Ricochet catches him. Uh, as he's going for a move, Johnny gets him out of shoulders. Reverse Rana. Um, back in the ring, he hits a slingshot. DDT. Ricochet kicks out. And then Johnny goes to the outside. Pulls back the padding. Ringside. Exposing concrete. Uh, sets up Ricochet for a draping DDT off the apron. And, you know, Drake's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And he thinks twice about it. He wants to win. He wants to be Johnny Wrestling. There's turmoil going on. Exactly. He's like, I can do this. You being using the skill set of Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to, to fight dirty. Not evil Johnny. Yes. Uh, back in the ring, Ricochet rolls him up. Almost gets the pin. Um, Ricochet goes to the top. Misses a Phoenix Splash. Gargano hits the super kick. Um, uh, shortly thereafter, Ricochet puts Johnny Gargano in Gargano Escape. Gargano gets the ropes. Um, they're on the apron. Gargano pushes Ricochet into the ring post. Then uh, on the floor, suplexes Ricochet on the exposed concrete. Sorry, I kind of feel like that point where Ricochet put Gargano in his own move, that was kind of the snapping point right there. It's yeah. like, because it took him everything. And, he, and then when he finally sort of got out of it, like he, he wasn't at the ropes, but once he was out of it, he ran to the ropes. And then that next sequence happened yeah. when he finally and dumped him on And when he pushes the- Ricochet into the ring post, I think it was Nigel who made a point of saying um, Almas did that same thing to Gargano, which set up Almas' win when he defended his title a year ago. Right. So uh, back in the ring, Gargano hits another slingshot DDT, picks up the win, new North American champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty pretty stunning stuff. Um, be interesting to see where Ricochet goes from here. Um, SmackDown. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Ray, Almas, Ricochet, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. AJ, all on the same show. That's ridiculous. Don't even say it. Alistair Black goes to Raw. Ooh. Ooh. Although he's married to Zelina Vega, so he might have to go to SmackDown. Ooh. But then if, if Ricochet goes to Raw, then we get Seth Rollins versus Ricochet. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if they ship Zelina to Raw. Well, they do the Almas thing that Melzer was talking about, where they do the uh, the team up between Ray Almas and Sin Cara. Yeah, then I guess that could be used as a reason to. Yeah, yeah, could be. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I don't know. Next, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair video package. This was great, setting up their women's title match. Yep. Um, early on. Uh, there's a lot of, again, uh, back and forth. Uh, at one point, uh, Bianca has Shayna in the corner and starts doing her feet, and then Shayna trips her, pushes her, gets her in the, in the, in the corner, um, and then gets in her face. Und-uh. And then Bianca turns the tables. They push each other a little bit. 
uh, outside of the ring. You didn't talk about Bianca Belair. Oh, her ring gear. Oh, my God. Her all over Bianca Belair yeah. print. Yeah, she had Bianca Belair. All you know, over I noticed gear. like a couple like on her jacket. They had some top her pants. And at first, I thought it was like a like a picture of her, but it was no. A, it's, it's it looked a, like an airbrushed artwork. Yeah, yeah. It was an <laughs> illustration. Yeah. It was awesome. It was pretty great. And she had like little sequins or rhinestones on it too. Yeah, she looked it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so Shayna uses Bianca's braid um, and pulls her arm first into the ring post. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, Shayna just starts working over Bianca's arm. She stomps on it like she has to countless uh, contenders. Um, uh, and then uh, she does that move in the game where she bends the arm back, and mm-hmm. slams it down violently. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's just working over her arm. Bianca's doing a heck of a job selling it. Eventually, though, Bianca hits the spear. Shayna kicks out. Um, looks like Shayna's going to get the upper hand again. Bianca uses her braid. Smack! Cuts open Yeah, Shana, there's like a great close-up yeah. on Shayna's cut, her yeah. wound from the hair. Exactly. Probably shouldn't actually be able to use that in a match, to be honest with you. I mean, what's to stop her from putting razor blades on it? And doing some actual, some real damage. That's a fair point. I mean, the ref should check that. You know, before the match, you yeah. check. You know, each person in the ring for weapons or for no objects, razor so blades. She should run her hands down the the braid and make sure there's no razor blades in it. Whatever it was that made that slice. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was a little, uh, I don't know, like a, a little accoutrement to a hair tie of some yeah. sort. Yeah, yeah, a little bead or something. Yeah, that should be illegal. Can't be slicing people over with that. Yeah, I don't know. Open rather. I don't know if there's like kind of a gray area since it's. You know, it's yeah. part of her person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, at one point, uh, Shayna, or sorry, Bianca is setting up Shayna for her double chicken wing face buster type deal. Uh, Shayna escapes and pushes Bianca to the ref. We have ourselves a ref bump. The ref bump. During While the ref is out, Bianca hits her finisher. Goes for the pin. And gets like a 10 count, but there's no ref to count it. She starts like, well, oh, she's, my she's, goodness. She's like cut in the middle. She's like, do I go and get the the ref, revive the ref, or do I stay on top of Shayna and do more damage to her? Lack of experience. Yeah. Yeah, you, she's you, going you back run to the ref, you grab her shirt, pull her over, and in that act, you she should wake up, and then you either go for the pin or you try to get that finish again. Yeah. Uh, Marina Shafir runs to the ring. She eats a spear. Out of the equation. Then Jessamine Duke runs to the ring. She eats the chicken wing face buster. Keystone cops, man. Out of the equation. Um, Baszler comes to, puts Belair in the clutch. Uh, Bianca fights out of it, stands up, suplexes Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to the top rope um, to go for the 450. She's briefly distracted by Jessamine Duke. Goes for the move, misses it. Baszler sinks in the clutch again. She's got it in deep. Um, Bianca tries to fight out, collapses. We think that's it. No, she fights out again, gets to her feet for a moment, only to collapse yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, ref calls for the bell. Shayna Baszler retains. So it seems like the the point of this match was to solidify Bianca Belair as you know tough fighting babyface. Well, I mean, we it, it was the Austin thing. Yeah, 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 pretty much. It was Austin Hart at WrestleMania 13. Yeah. And then you had uh, Sam Roberts apparently getting some direction during the pre-show um, in this kind of awkward segment where uh, he was talking about how he didn't think Belair was ready for a takeover or something like that. Yeah. But there's a weird awkward thing where he's kind of stumbling over his words and it seems like he's getting direction to advance that particular story beat that Triple H or someone else in, in creative wanted to advance. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the story of this match is, yeah, even in defeat, Bianca proved that she's a contender. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not sure how I feel about that whole thing. I mean, Sam Roberts has like a podcast of his own, and he's on the pre-show. All right, listen. He's like mid-sentence, mid-thought. And all he's, of a sudden, yeah, I know you hear, he's, he's stumbling over his words a little yeah. bit. All of a sudden, you hear voice of God because he was fine, and all of a sudden, he hears voice of God. And, hey, talk about how uh, real dry, really drive home how Bianca isn't ready for takeover. And he's like. Well, I don't actually believe that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so you almost see him, because he's stumbling over his words, and it sounds like Pat McAfee sitting next to him. You can actually see him listening. <laughs> it seemed like. Did you notice that? Kind of, yeah. So I think he did this. <laughs> I mean, I was watching on your phone, so it was small. So I could have, you know, it's hard to tell. You know, I, can, I see what you're saying. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Anyway, Shannon retains. Really, really good match. Great showing for Bianca Belair. Wouldn't be surprised at the following takeover in Brooklyn. Yeah. If Bianca picks up that belt. It was Yeah, it was a really, really well-told story. It got the point across. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how the build, the, the rematch ends up. I'm hoping that they'll have her. The thing is, if you're going to go that direction with Bianca Belair, you need to bring the intensity. She needs to be running through people to, like, you know, scratching and clawing to get that rematch. Yep. Yep. And every, any opportunity she has to get, get her hands on Shayna Baszler, she has to do it. Story-wise, it shouldn't be the kind of thing where Regal just steps in and says, oh, Shayna, what you did at TakeOver, having your, you know, the ref bump and the interference, that, will, that won't stand. Therefore, no, it needs to be Bianca Belair. Taking the initiative. Fighting and, yes. ta- yeah, taking the initiative yep. to get that rematch. Yep. Main event time. Main event time. NXT title. Ooh. Alistair Black taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Talk about a really well-told story. Yeah. My knee was hurting after this. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was like the entire first third of this match was Ciampa destroying Alistair Black's right knee. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So that kind of story beat happened. There was some back and forth early on. Um, Alistair Black hits a Topicon hero to the outside on Ciampa, and they show uh, Alistair kind of flexing his knee a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ciampa starts to attack it, uh, dropping elbows, doing all sorts of stuff with it. He suplexes Alistair, legs first into the ring steps, um, back in the ring, keeps working over the knee. Um, he kind of puts Alistair's leg in the ropes, works it over there, hits a running knee on his leg, um, just absolutely destroying his knee. He takes it back outside, slams Alistair's knee into the announce table and t- kind of like a shin breaker type move. Just really destroying it. Um, uh, and then Ciampa sets up for something off the top rope. Um, Alistair comes to enough to hit a, a kick, sending both himself and Ciampa to the floor. It was really like a spot from the video game where someone's <laughs> yeah. sitting on the top rope and you hit a, you hit a strike. Yeah. And you kick them off the top turnbuckle yeah. and they go flying out. Um, and we have this uh, back in the ring. Alistair hits a, a, a kick, gets the upper hand, gets some offense in, and there was a spot pretty elaborate spot where they're both trying to hit their finishers and both of them were missing. I think twice Ciampa tried to go for a fairy tale ending. Uh, at least once Alistair tried to hit a black mass. Mm-hmm. Both of them missed on it. Um, back uh, in the ring. Sorry, we never left the ring. Uh, Ciampa hits a dragon screw leg whip, transitions to a single leg crab. Um, again, working over that leg. Um, they're on the apron. Uh, Ciampa hits a draping cutter. That was... On the apron. Ugly and beautiful at the same yeah, time. Because, yeah, that was uh, that was something else right there. Yeah, Alistair uh, kicks out of that. They trade some uh, running, jumping knees. 
Um, there's a spot where Alistair is in the corner. He takes his knee pad down, waiting to, to hit a running knee on Ciampa. Ciampa sees this, goes for a, a basement drop kick. Alistair evades, jumps, mid-drop kick, hits a double stomp. Um, Alistair hits a knee to the back of Tommaso Ciampa, hits a brain buster. Ciampa kicks at it too. Alistair hits a moonsault um, to the outside. He rolls Ciampa back in. He get, tries to get back in the ring. So during the the uh, announce table spot, there was yeah. water spilled. And so there's a little puddle of water. Mm-hmm. I mean a little puddle. Like that. <laughs> uh, ringside, Alistair slips in it. I don't know if this was a choreographed story beat. Yeah, it was. It was too awkward to It be. really was. It was too obvious. Yeah, yeah, it was too obvious. So he kind of half slips in the water, looks, gets back in the ring, that distraction that was supposed to be a distraction gives Ciampa enough time to hit his finisher yeah Alistair kicks out though and then um, uh, Ciampa goes out exposes yeah. the concrete ringside um, uh, <laughs> this was logically speaking what is Alistair Black thinking hitting a meteora off an apron onto Ciampa onto concrete yeah he knows where his knee is gonna land yeah, and no. it's concrete yeah but he hits that yeah he rolls Ciampa back in the ring hits Black Mass but he's too worn out. His knee is taking too much damage to make the pin quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time he gets his arm over Champa, Champa rolls on his tummy. Mm-hmm. Can't pin someone when they're on their tummy. No, well, somebody tried once. And then the ref Cameron said, tried. And the ref said, you can't do it. The ref said, what are you doing? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> I think the ref literally said, count what? Yeah, Cameron said, count it. Count what? Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> um, and in a, a scene reminiscent of Alistair's match against Johnny Gargano, um, they get up and Gar- and sorry, Alistair's trying to kind of propping up Champa's weight with himself. Yes. Champa's got his head leaning into uh, Alistair's chest or, or tummy. Tummy. Um, he goes for another black mass. Champa takes the ref and pulls it in front. Um, pulls it in front. <laughs> the ref, sorry, Drake <laughs> pulls Drake in front of him. Um, so Alistair doesn't hit the kick. Um, he uh, Alistair hits a knee and then Champa does like a roll up. Let's go. And then uh, Alistair's momentum takes him, his feet, into the ropes. So Ciampa rolls with him kind of and hits a draping DDT. Yeah. It's a pretty cool spot. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good finish. Um, and then uh, Alistair, sorry, Ciampa hits another fairy tale ending. Alistair kicks out again. He hits another. That's the third one. And then he goes for it. And he hits a fourth, right? No, no. He goes for number four. Um, Alistair escapes, goes for a black mass, but his knee gives out. That's right. Yeah. At which point Ciampa hits the final there you go. fourth fairy tale ending for the win. Ooh, yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So uh, still champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, And then, of course, he walks up the ramp. We get the copyright bug. That goes away. Enter John Gargano. Post credit scene. <laughs> exactly. Gargano comes out with his title. They both hold their titles high. Mm-hmm. DIY is in control. All they need are those, are those tag, tag, titles. tag titles. Man, I'd love for that and to happen. And if Candace turns heel and she gets the women's title, then oh, they have all I'd the belts. love for that to happen. All the belts. I'd love for that to happen. All the belts. So yeah, this will be this will be an interesting set of tapings. Probably Thursday, I would mm-hmm, imagine. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't hear what the dark matches were oh, for Takeover uh, Recap Show. Takeover Recap Show. Here, I'll look into it. Carry yeah. Uh, so anyway, I put up a question thread on the Twitter. So oh, very gonna, well. I'm good, good, go to good, that good. Now, see what people have to say about that. Let's see. Oh, that is not part of the question thread. Here we go. What? Here we go. And wow, lots of questions. <clears throat> lots of questions. Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris, kayfabe. Who are the women with Velveteen Dream? Um, the, only the highest priced escorts from the Fe- best Phoenix escort agency. Mm, mm. Anything to add to that? High priced escorts. <laughs> um, uh, Louis. Paton Turner, why is there such a difference between the tag divisions in the WWE and NXT, including NXT UK? I don't know what difference he's necessarily talking about. Yeah, I don't know either. Because the number one, the tag, the tag division in NXT UK is hot. Yeah, it it's is pretty popping good. because that's where everybody is. Yeah, I know. So that's amazing in NXT UK. NXT has two amazing teams, and then uh, we got Undisputed Era. We got, uh, and then uh, we got War Raiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like we sort of stated at the jump of the show, not a whole lot else mm-hmm. going on there. Unless they start putting some teams together. I don't think there was any uh, some any dark matches. I, I mean, there's Lorcan and Birch. There's Marcel Bartel oh, yeah. and uh, Fabian Eichner. I mean, look, I'd love to see uh, Lorcan and Birch. You know, make a run after those tag titles. That's a feud I wouldn't mind seeing from here to there. Yeah. I can't find any information as far as uh, pre-show matches. Maybe they just did the uh, the awards or something. I don't know. Oh, that could be. That'd be weird, though. What are they going to do on next on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That'd be weird. Oh, I wonder. Did they do uh when it Well, when is Worlds Collide airing? Oh, that's not. Uh, next weekend, they're... Next they're, weekend. They're airing that, yeah. Okay. Um, are they doing some NXT? Do they do any, like, a taping that they might have filmed? Not that I'm aware of. This past weekend? Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Hmm. John Ortolaza, will the Undisputed Era clean house WrestleMania weekend and take all of the NXT gold? I don't, I do not see that happening. Well, definitely not WrestleMania weekend. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, who's going to go after that North American title? That's that's the thing. Uh, in Undisputed Era? Yeah. It has to the, be Roderick Strong. That's the thing. I would think it'd be Roderick Strong, and then Red, Red Dragon gets back together. That makes the most sense. Um, see, again, you guys are getting way too ahead of yourselves. Kung Fu Angie says, title versus title on next takeover. They're going to spend 
two or three takeovers being on the same page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are taking their sweet yeah. time with this. And it's every, every, a year in the making. Every step along the way, it's been really good. Um, Rao asks, should Johnny betray Candace? I think that they should do a thing where she's like, no. And he's like, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, apparently, there was a brawl at the top of the ramp. Ah. So, you had... DIY, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole. Looks like Aleister Black's up here too. And then the faces uh, uh, posed afterwards. Mm. Uh, Graydon asks, what NXT roster member could believably win the Rumble tomorrow? I don't think there's anybody. Oh, I think Aleister Black could. Well, I mean, just let me go forward and, okay, what's he going to do? Fight Daniel Bryan? Fight... Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Look, as much as I would love to see that. You think Finn Balor made a huge splash getting called from NXT Magic? <laughs> Alistair Black's in the Rumble tomorrow, wins it. All right. And All faces right. Brock Lesnar at Mania. All right. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, well, uh, again, Joe Gober asks, will TakeOver New York be the blow-off for a title versus title match where one of DIY goes to Mania? They're going to be doing this for another year. Yeah, probably. Gargano and Ciampa in NXT for another year, and they're going to be making the most money that anybody's ever made in NXT. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay, here we go. This is what this is what I'm talking about here. From Carl uh, Zugi. will Gargano go 100% Ciampa? That's where they have to go. Yeah. They have to go where and Gargano earlier, becomes the monster yeah, that Ciampa that's created. That's I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. He has to out Ciampa Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Yep. If they pull that off, that's going to be one of the greatest creative uh, uh, feats. feats. Thank you. They ever pulled off in wrestling. Ever pulled off in wrestling. Well, you get your hottest baby face in a promotion and turn him so heel, the top heel thinks he's going too far. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dogma says chances of a Champa Gargano Dream Cole four way at Mania Weekend Takeover. Take Gargano out of there. Champa Champa Alistair Dream Alistair Cole. Maybe I could see that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. Although I do like this Van Dam here. He has a, a screenshot of the uh, Gargano Champa the top of the ramp bit. He said, the storytelling on this is another level. That small detail of how Johnny looked at the NXT title says so much. That's what he truly wants. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yep. There it is. He's using this apparent reunion of DIY to get his way to that title. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The awesome J. New to... Well, I mean, that, I mean that's, that's, that, that would be... It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I really want them to, to, to explore the monster Gargano. If, if Gargano is realizing that being a heel is a means to an end, if, if it's deep cover, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's deep cover. But here's the thing. I mean, just the fact that Johnny seemingly is, is the one now manipulating Ciampa, because Ciampa thinks, although he was hesitant to be up, you know, like the whole time he was next to Johnny, he was looking over and raising the title mm-hmm. to make sure he was in the clear, like he wasn't going to attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at this point, you know, you look at that screenshot there. A couple of other instances. It's Gargano manipulating Ciampa. And so I wonder if it, rather than Gargano in terms of being vicious out healing Ciampa, it's Gargano manipulating Ciampa where Ciampa thinks he's safe. He's comfortable mm-hmm. only for Gargano to use a strategy. Yeah. 
to get that belt off. Yeah, Ricochet is collateral damage. Like Gargano is going undercover mm-hmm. in this horrible gang to get to the boss. And when you do that, you have to do certain things that straddle the line of breaking the law. Sometimes you have to do cocaine, for example. Mm-hmm. I've just seen it on the shield. Co- oh, on, no, the shield on the I've shield. Okay, that. yeah, yeah. But deep cover, another great example. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Toby Michael says, will Alistair Black be in the, I mean, what number is he entering? <laughs> what number is Alistair Black come out? 10. How about this? Everybody thinks you're getting Ty Dillinger. And then all of a sudden, exactly. Um, yeah, and he does his entire entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have to it's long enough that like two other people could come to the ring in the meantime, yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, Brandon Cage also says, are we getting DIY versus <laughs> War Raiders? Ben says, will Sam Roberts want to do another pre-show? <laughs> Not if he's got people in his ear. I know. He's like mid-sentence. Hey. Hey. T- what? Push this beat. And then meanwhile, Pat McAfee. What did he just say? <laughs> uh, Matt Hill, what's the best match of the night? Oof. Most fun, probably the tag match. Yeah. Story-wise, probably Ricochet Gargano. Yeah, one that left me hurting the most, Aleister Black versus Ricochet Chompa. was just, he was doing all sorts of crazy, ridiculous stuff. I know. He He's was, the best. That was like a New Japan match with all the next yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking of all the, all the, the high-flying moves. Yeah, that was crazy too. Um, let's see here. John Adams says, "What's next for Ricochet?" But let's assume he doesn't go to Maine. Well, a rematch with Gargano in some capacity. Whether it's how about this? I'll propose this to you. So this brawl happened at the top of the ramp. The 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 people that are participating. In it. You had Tamaya Champa Gargano. You had Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, and Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. So what if the next takeover, Gargano wrestles twice? Mm-hmm. He defends his North American title mm-hmm. um, against Ricochet and Velveteen Dream because mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream really seems intent on getting... Maybe he wins this World's Collide Tournament once that North American title. Yeah. Um, and then he can be in the main event, finally get that triple threat match, mm-hmm. Ciampa, Gargano, Aleister Black for the NXT title. And Ciampa's like, oh, Gargano's this match? He's going to have my back. Yeah. Because if one of us in DIY are champ, we're both champion. Mm-hmm. Gargano can drop the North American title in the first match, only to pick up the NXT title in the next match. Yeah, but the f- the fact of these matches being so brutal. Oh, I know. Like, I would think, like, it's one thing for Adam Cole. I mean, that was an impressive feat. Adam Cole pulling on the ladder match duty. and then being in the tag match later. Yeah, that yeah. was an impressive feat. But in the ladder match, you have five other guys. And the next day, he was in the Royal Rumble. And the next day, he was in the Rumble with Rip Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good stuff. Anyways, what a great recap. What a great swell. takeover. It yeah, was it was swell. a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Uh, uh, we're going to be live streaming our reaction to the Rumble tomorrow. Are we going to do the whole pre show too, 2 o'clock? You want to start at 2? We're gonna do it. Let's do it. Yeah, we're gonna go. O'clock. We're gonna do it. Let's go big. It'll be a six-hour stream day, probably, because the main uh, show probably go from four to four to eight or so. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Probably right. Anyways, and then we get to take Monday off. We're taking Monday off. Yeah, we're right? gonna take Monday off. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing stuff, but no show on Monday. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in. We uh, appreciate it. Till next time, talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Here, here.
Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.